Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Once again, for tuning into Radio Harambe, I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me on his bar stool, as always, Safari Mike. Mike, how's the view from that bar stool? It is uneventful. Un- un- it is. Leave something to be desired. Leave something to be. I forget as much. John, uh, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. So, um, rumors have been persisting. Yes. Actually, I wanted to mention something before we go into the. Rumors situation, if I don't mind. A uh, before we get into the crux we're of the derailed. show, yeah, we're derailed already. I haven't even started here. Uh, <laughs> be- before we get into the thrust of the show, I wanted to know if you saw this story that has made all of the, absolutely every single one of the Disney news sites about people trying to climb the um, Tree of Life. I saw. I saw the pictures. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> When did this occur? <laughs> Three days ago, maybe? It's been a couple it days over, already. It was over the maybe Saturday. <laughs> We're recording on a Monday, so maybe Saturday. And the, I, don't, I, I don't know if, if um, you are the same way, had the same reaction I did, which was, I can't believe it took this long for somebody to try to do that. Right, because you've had people trying to climb the pyramid in, in Mexico. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. Right? You know, I'm surprised people haven't Going tried to scale the Cinderella's castle and right. all that. Yeah. And what was his plan, is what I want to know. I imagine he probably did not have one, being probably severely intoxicated would be my guess. <laughs> I'm guessing now, obviously. But it was I think there was more than one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and of course, the pictures of the period. And then when Mike says the Pyramid of Mexico, he means the Mexico Pavilion, because there have been people climbing up that. Right. Well, it's a pyramid. Many, many, many And then there's times. the kid who was swimming in the, in, the, in, the, in the water in front of imagination. Right. And, you know, right. that happens all the time. And the other thing I wanted to mention before we get into the thrust of the news is um, our plans for the next few shows. We're going to get into our year-end, year-beginning mode, which is usually our, uh, we do a show of uh, year in review. the year in review, and then we look forward to the year coming up and all that, but before we do that, our last show, before we get into our, uh, you know, calendar change mode, uh, is going to be a show, uh, you know, devoted to you guys, listeners, and we're going to answer your questions Talk about whatever things, whatever you have on your mind. If you, you know, you want us to discuss something, feel free to throw out subjects or any kind of questions, touring questions, you know, 
not just, you know, what do we like or what do we wish was still here, but, you know, if you have any questions about how you should tour the park or, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Any kind of general questions regarding Disney's Animal Kingdom or even Disney itself. Um, we need those questions so we can conduct our next show. And based on the current date, as well as our general recording schedule, you think we're going to get that done before we do our year in the review? Yeah, my plan is um, that we're going to get that done before Christmas, and then we will record the year in review on the Christmas break, in between okay. Christmas and New Year. So you want listener questions? So listener questions first, and then we'll do the um, the year in review and the year looking forward around right three little uh, things, two right. medium things, one big all, thing, all that right, kind of yeah. stuff. So do you want me to tweet right now? That we need listener questions. Uh, you can do that if you want to. Uh, that will give you a right long now. time frame for them. Uh, but how we do it is this. Uh, you have two ways to do it. The first way is if you are one of those Twitterer people and you are on the Twitters um, and you can follow Mike on the Twitters at Jumbo Everyone and you can write him a question there. Mike, is there any preferred way to do that? direct message just tweet no, just just respond to tweets just tweet to him is fine yeah, um so you could do that via via twitter um if you can't write your if you are a um person like myself of uh slightly um uh challenged with the uh, limit on characters that Twitter gives you, or you just hate Twitter like I do, um, you can email them to me at jomboeveryone at gmail.com. Those are the more. two best ways to do it. Um, Twitter is the way we get 99% of them <laughs> over the years. And make sure you do them to Mike's account because um, I don't even have access to mine anymore. <laughs> You mean you don't have access to this? Well, you lost I, the password. Yeah, I lost deal? the password. I don't have the app on my new phone. It's yeah. it's a mess. So, uh, and I don't really plan on going back to it because I really detest Twitter. Um, and Mike takes care of Twitter for the entire show, the whole company, the whole Radio Harambe family empire. Empire. Mike <laughs> takes care of Twitter for us on that. Um, I we're also on other social media uh, via Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're actually at Disney's Animal Kingdom on Instagram. Um, but the easiest way to get a question to me is the old-fashioned email. I know you have it. I know you can use it. But snail mail. Jumbo everyone at gmail.com. Nobody can write me a correspondence. <laughs> and since Mike talked over it, I'll say it again. Jumbo everyone at gmail.com. So that's what we need. Start getting them in if you have any questions or really even just your opinion. If you want to tell us, you know, what you like or don't like or thought we didn't cover something that you wanted us to cover or disagreed with the opinion that we had on something, feel free to do it. I already you know, got we'll, one. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll go through it. Um, we'll go through them all. Uh, anyone that is an actual question relating to Disney or Disney's Animal Kingdom and not or like... Or Animal Kingdom Lodge. Not like what's Mike's shoe size or... Um, 11 and a half. Does Mike, you know parachute on the weekends no, or anything I don't like heights. In, in, you know inane like that we're not going to answer but we will at we will absolutely answer all reasonably serious questions because we answer some that are less than reasonably serious well, i already got one so we're ready <laughs> we're, we're rocking and rolling we're rocking and rolling anyway the point of this show is um <laughs> well after all that mike and i uh have uh i think we've talked about this before maybe we haven't um I think we've touched on it before, though. But there are rumors yes. abound that um, Flights of Wonder is soon to see its final show. 
December 31st, yep. 2017. This, 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 this is not officially it confirmed? It is not officially confirmed. Okay, but this is, but this bet's a pretty close timeline for a rumor. So, um, And I've heard from people good associated with the um, company that that's uh, yeah. a thing. I've heard that the <laughs> I've heard that the timeline might be incorrect. Okay, um, but that um, that it may, but that if it's incorrect, it's only going to it's only going to extend. The only the only thing that's wrong is that it's not going to end on New Year's Eve. It may end like on the second of January or something. Which like is that. makes a lot of sense. They oftentimes yeah. they will shut things down for whatever right. reason on. Right. right after the holiday season. I think they did that with Camp Mini Mickey. But they? I have not had anybody, and I asked a couple of people, say to me, no, this is wrong. This is absolutely wrong. Wait, so. did you say nobody has said that? No one has told me that, that no, the rumor is incorrect. The opposite. Yeah, I've not heard that the rumor is incorrect. So we are going to go under the assumption that we are about to lose Flights of Wonder. Right. And uh, it is one of the original attractions. It goes back to opening day, I believe. It, first opening day, yeah. absolutely. Um, it is, uh, uh, those of you who don't know, a bird show. That is normally attended by Safari Mike, um, <laughs> and if you happen to be in the park the day that Mike's there, you're probably going to see him on stage because Mike has a knack. I would say a superpower, really. He he, he has kind of a he. This is sort of his power of getting on stage during a show of Flights of Wonder. I've tried three times, and it's happened every single time. Yeah, and it feels like a lot more than three times, Mike. No, I think it's maybe I think it's like eight or ten. No, it's like eight or ten. I think it's like eight or ten. It's maybe a fourth time. You know, and, and you know, like three. the Flash can run really fast. <laughs> Mike can get on the stage at Flights of Wonder. Guano Joe loves me. I don't know what to he's, tell you. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange thing. <laughs> it's a weird thing. You know, Bruce Banner can turn green and become a giant Hulk. Mike can get on stage. Whenever he wants at Flights of Wonder. Uh, he's got a million large bird pictures flying at him, all sorts of things. Yep. Um, so, considering this to be one of Mike's favorite attractions. Um, Shows. I don't know about track. Yeah, well, go ahead. Never mind. I, we, Mike came up with the idea of uh, just kind of talking about it. Yeah, a little homage to a what it homage, is. A little homage, a little backstory, backstory sure. right? A little history, and a little the whole bit thing. about what we think is coming. Yeah. Um, so, without further ado, let me throw it over to Mike to give you all of the um, backstory. You can do backstory. Can we do that? Sure. I mean, the Absolutely. history really is that it opened on. It opened on with the park. With the park on opening it, day. Uh, yeah. Unlike it, technically, currently, it is part of Asia. We, there was no Asia when right. the park opened. It was sort of all by itself, a little bit off to the side right, of, right, of right. Africa. Um, but it was. But. Yes. Having said that, um, there was no Asia, but Asia was in the plans and being opened. So it opened before the rest of the Asia Pavilion. But clear, when you get Mike gets into the backstory, <laughs> you'll you'll realize that it was clearly made with the idea of Asia coming in the next year in mind. Right, and and Asia opened in March. Yeah, of less 99. than a year later. Less yep. than a year later. Oops. Just just short of a year. Right. Well, the Kali River Rapids and Maharaja Jungle Trek, anyway. But still, the name Asia came into the map, right? Uh, you know, within a year, and uh, and it's the bridge between Africa and Asia. But I don't want to jump on. Well, Mike's... you basically just gave away the backstory. So yeah, I don't want to jump on Mike's uh, story here. <laughs> so, basically, the story is guests coming from Africa to Asia or Asia to Africa. There's, of course, that path that goes that hugs along the Discovery River across from the Tree of Life. And that is the area that, uh, and that is sort of the um, trail between Africa and Asia. And this 
stage sits and it's called the caravan stage for a reason it is supposed to be sort of a camel rest stop along the silk road and of course the silk road is famous uh, uh in ancient times for being a traveler's road that would go from asia to to the west africa and europe um often carrying silks with it and um you'll see in this uh, st- stage there's a lot of tapestries, a lot of silk even, um, covering various areas of the um, outside and kind of around the stage itself. Um, Outside, of course, there's like a a lot of different carpets and things like that. Again, giving it the space that it's like this camel rest stop along this long, weary road between Asia and Africa. And this, the caravan stage is um, basically kind of hearkening back to that and it's designed to sort of look like something in the middle east where you or or asia right. parts of middle asia really um what what going what, across right what you would call western asia um right because like. because the spice road mm-hmm. um for those who don't remember their their history class from eighth grade um and there's no reason why you would the spice road which went on for Two thousand years, right. probably. Uh, you know, from when from the time people people knew that China existed and that there was something in the East, the people in the West, and vice versa, um, they began. And really, up until the point where um, the trade routes sort of opened up more via sea, which came kind of later on. But mm-hmm. but they still refer to many of the ports along. The, the the Arabian Sea and and the Indian Ocean to be part of the Spice Road, um, that's they're all kind of lopped in there. Um, but the but I think what there what 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 Joe Rody went for there was really that sort of Persian Gulf spot of which there right. are a thousand of these even to this day they're still there these caravan outposts you know that um, that were really just places that. You know, in the middle of the desert, that served uh, an oasis. Traders, really. they were just yeah. It was just like uh, you know, it was <laughs> it was like some sort of trade port. It, you know, it was very similar to you know many of these ports that that like that 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 popped up along the you know the the eastern coast of Africa and and all, along those places where they were you know and there all these different languages being spoken and all these different cultures sort of coming together and just sort of hanging out until they got right back on the road. Um, and I think that and the word caravan is kind of, I think, goes back to that time. Yes, absolutely. And that's why they, they use that word. And, and They it would is, go in caravans, large groups, as mm-hmm. protection. The larger the group, you know, the more they could split costs on right. bodyguards and all that kind of stuff. Because the uh, state police was not uh, no. patrolling the sides of the highway. No, no Chips there. was not around. No. <laughs> <laughs> on the Chip, Silk Road. Chipsy goes away. Chips on the Silk Road. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I mean, this this is a this is a, a a culture, and 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 I mean, you could just see Joe Rody wanting to do something like this because, I mean, everything Roman, ancient Roman influences up to Spanish influences of the 1400s, mm-hmm. you know, are, are all part of the Spice Road, and and uh, it, and it's one of those things that's just like an, an an incredibly important thread in Western civilization and Western culture, and uh, and another brilliant stroke by Joe Rody to make that the point between these two places in his park. I mean, it's just, it's just incredible. So anyway, continue. Okay. Well, that's pretty much the backstory. Um, that's the, yeah, that's the, the theme. 
Right. Well, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. The inspiration. <laughs> right. Well, it's essentially the backstory. Yeah. You are in this caravan rest stop between Africa and Asia, essentially. An ancient road between uh, Asia and Africa. So we can move on to the show itself if you'd like. Yeah. So I'm, this I'm is sh- where things get less interesting. I'm sure. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody who listens to an Animal Kingdom podcast hasn't seen has that. not sat through this show at least once. I mean, it's been there since 1998. Right. Um, you know, it's going on. It'll be 20 years old in April if it makes it that long. Apparently, apparently it's not. Um, so I think most people have seen it. I'm not sure if people have seen it. Let's not assume, though. All right. Because I think there are there are a lot of people who listen to us who, who have not been to the Animal Kingdom 400 times, who have only been a couple of times and love it, who don't get to go all the time. Um, right. And when they are there, they do, you know, especially now, they in the last eight months, <laughs> they, they spend most of their time online. Okay. Um, so maybe they haven't seen the show. So let's so give a basic... Uh, Sure. You know, rundown of the theme. So so especially show. since you're a star. It's a stage show. And essentially, uh, it is a bird show, for lack of, I mean, for to be blunt about it. I mean, there are birds that come out and perform various natural, um, you know, right. tasks. They don't do um, what you see in, like, circuses of, like, the parrot ride and the bicycle or, or something along those lines. Right, right. Instead, they incorporate the natural, quote-unquote, talents of the bird to perform various um, show-stopping mm-hmm. things. Uh, for example... Exactly. Give some examples. Sure. For example, they'll have an African crown c- crane, a huge bird, fly overhead. Amazing. All it does is yeah. fly over you. Um, it doesn't do anything else. But there are, they have another part where they'll have a bird, usually a toucan, um, where they'll throw up a grape and the, it'll come fly up in the air and catch it. Right. Um, they'll do um, another bit where a... Crow a, a, uh, will come out and take a dollar bill from one of the people in the audience and then right. steal the dollar bill and bring it back. Um, you have another one that just says four all the time and it, like has a math contest with uh, with one of the guests. Yeah, because there's a, uh, a macaw or something that can speak. Correct. Correct. It's, it's usually the African gray parrot, I believe, mm-hmm, that does that mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, I think you're right. They have a Harris hawk. You know, a lot. They have a, quite a few birds that just come out and basically fly overhead, very close to the to the top of your head, um, to give you that kind of rush of being that close to a right. bird, whether it be a, a crown crane or a Harris hawk, which is a beautiful hawk, um, and that kind of stuff. So yeah. they do that kind of thing. Go ahead. And before it happens, for those of you who uh, want to get in, if you haven't seen it and you happen to be there over this incredibly busy Christmas time coming up, um, if you're one of the people going down there for that and you want to do a show and see things without having to wait on the horrible lines that you're going to come across over at Avatar and and places like that, um, usually before the show even begins, there will be a handler Mm -hmm. on a little podium podium or stage you know lack of a better phrase Mm -hmm. um with a bird an owl a lot i've seen an owl a lot of times i've seen a hawk out there with her and they'll just bring it out talk about it Mm -hmm. have it do its thing and even every once in a while you'll have a bird fly in right you know right i mean it doesn't happen all the time it's not always the same thing right um but so it's so and they'll switch up the show itself with different acts in the middle of it. I've been there where they didn't do the bit where I've been on stage. Really, which is where they'll ask for somebody, two volunteers with a camera. Right. I know exactly when they're going to do it, and I know where to sit myself to get 
the first. I know where they're going to be looking when they first <laughs> ask right, for. Right, right. And I can tell you where that is. But let me let me. Back no, you don't. You don't want to. I mean, you don't want to give away your your secret. Well, the show's tonight. gone, it's, so it doesn't really matter at this uh, point. It's true. Um, and then he pulls like a horseshack thing. For those of you who remember, uh, welcome back, Cotter. He throws his arm up oh, in the air and starts going, ooh, 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 Oh, absolutely. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't you do know. the ooh, 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 but that's neither here nor there. I, I stand heard, up with I think my... I've heard you do a couple of oohs. <laughs> You're get... right here, Joe. You know, I know exactly like that. when it's coming. Right. He I have does. my phone in my hand. It's nuts. And as soon as they say something about volunteers, I stand up with my arm raised, and I'm right in Guano Joe's field of view. He's picked me every single time. Every time. And that is if you're staring at the stage, you want to be to the on the, the group of seats on the left, not too far up front. You want to be maybe eight to right. 15 rows back or so, or, or maybe six to, you want to be at least a handful of rows in, back away from the front of the stage. You want to be in the front seat. Now, I've, I've, I've thought about this a few times because Mike <laughs> does have an, an uncanny ability. Um, there's a few things to bear in mind. First... They're never going to pick kids for that. Absolutely not. Never going to pick kids for that because nope. what's going to happen is going to scare the snot out of a little kid. Right. Okay. So they never pick kids. So they're always looking for somebody who who seems an adult and who seems to be um, willing to really do anything. And right. so that's what Mike does. He turns himself into. <laughs> You know, are you going to dunk me in a pot of, of of green paint? That's fine. Mike Mike just doesn't seem to care. And, but I know uh, what they're going to do, and I know they, what it's going to have nothing to do with green do. paint. He knows what they're going to do. So, so tell them what they do. Oh, sorry. So you get up on stage, um, and uh, usually it's a great horned owl. Right. That's what I've seen. Um, I th- I think each and every time it's been the great horned owl, but I that's have all seen I remember, something. Yeah. I have seen them use the crow before for this, but that's really? neither here nor there. Where you sit, uh, two of you, they pick two people. Um, usually, if, if my memory serves, it's always a man and a woman. I don't know if they, but anyway. Um, and they have a great horned owl come out, fly out to a handler who's out in the middle of the, you know, out in the back of the, back of the audience. Right. And then they tell you to get ready to take your picture, and it flies right over mine and the other person's head at the count of three. And it comes right at you, and it makes for a great video. Right. So that's basically what they do. Now, um, there's not a lot. So, so basically, I mean, I think, I think what you're getting out of this is that there's not a lot of story here. Well, there's a little bit, but there's a little. So let's touch on that. That's basically Guano Joe, right? Where, which is the one thing everybody complains about with Flights of Wonder, right? And they can't believe over 15 or 12, well, now it's almost 20 years <laughs> that they haven't changed that. It's the same guy, basically. The same guy. There's a Guano Jane, too. What is Joe going to do when he's gone? So, when they're gone? Basically, the conceit of it is that you are in this uh, animal show, and you know the person comes out and is, show does a couple of bits with the birds first, and then the guy comes walking down with the tourist flag, screaming and yelling at his um, tour group to follow him. And it's a world famous traveler, Guano Joe, that the person recognize the the host recognizes. Um, and then you get this whole thing about how Guano Joe is afraid of birds, right? And uh, mayhem ensues, ensues from there. We don't have to really get involved in now, the, all the details of that. The but. best detail, the best backstory <laughs> detail of all of this is if you haven't figured, don't know, Mike, what does Guano mean? Uh, bird poop. Poop. Right. It's poop Specifically Joe. bird. It's bird poop Joe. Right. I mean, uh, who? <laughs> what? 
Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> so Joe comes up, hilarity ensues, and then by the end, he he loves birds now. I mean, everything that you could imagine. It's really just kind of there, I think, to keep uh, sort of the kids interested in kind of comic relief, you right. know, more than anything else. He doesn't really serve any purpose in the show No, other than that. He's not one He's of the handlers. Relief. He doesn't do any of that. They bring out he also, sort of more specialized handlers people come right. off as more professional you know handlers the only real purpose he serves is he's supposed to be uh, well he comes across as a little dopey even though he's supposed to be some sort of world traveler right so he'll Doesn't ask make any questions sense. of the host that you know to give them information that they want to relay to the people whether it be about conservation or or whatever else right by the way dave but, but go back to the uh, to what the part where they fly over your head the birds that they actually use for that i have a list here the oh, great the great horned owl JJ, which is always the one I've seen, a barn owl, a milky eagle owl, and the southern brown hornbill. So it wasn't the crow; it was a hornbill. That's what I was thinking. I think I've seen a hornbill. I think that's all the ones I've ever seen. Though is a hornbill and uh, the great horned owl. I've never the seen owl. the other two. Yeah, I haven't. I have not. Cool. Maybe the barn owl, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I could get the owls confused for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, let, don't don't let, let, let me try not try to pass myself off as an expert on what owl is coming over. Yeah, and they have a thing where the you know a, a vulture comes out and you know Guano Joe says some things and they relay how they eat you know carrion and then there's the right. a crow that comes out and steals his flag and you know that kind of stuff. Right, right, so right, there's, right. There's that's kind of the. Um, the thing that you know how, how it goes about when the Harris Hawk comes out, for example, Guano Joe will ask some silly questions, and the host will talk about how they keep the population of mice down in the southwest. And then and mice run by, and then mice run by while you're right. There are rats, rats, there. big <laughs> rats. It's one of the only non birds, birds yeah. in the show, yeah, other really. than Guano Joe, other than Guano Joe, correct? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's it, right, for the story. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the whole thing. The gist. So, um, I the, the 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 two things that always stood out for me in it. Um, one was uh, the Guano Joe thing, which we already talked about. I mean, I just can't believe that they call him that, and I can't believe that he's there. <laughs> um, and I can't believe that over the years they haven't just dropped that and just done more of a show because it's not. Well, it doesn't really it doesn't really lend itself at all to the show, so it's not really necessary to use. But whatever, um, that's that's not really a criticism. It's more of a surprise because he's so minor in the show. You don't even worry about it. If you've seen it a hundred times, you don't pay any attention to it. Right. Um, the other thing about the, about it that always kills that always I shouldn't say kills me, but always kind of uh, sticks in my head is how the the building. And the location and the backstory and all that stuff we talked about in the beginning has n absolutely nothing to do with the show itself. <laughs> the show is completely unrelated to the whole story of the Spice Road yeah, the or of Asia at all or any location. I mean, it's just a bird show stuck in this place. The only, you know? the only time that they do it is the pre-show. There's like an announcement where they mentioned Maharaja, I think. They mentioned something in that. Pre there's like a yes, pre there is, and that's it. Yeah, where they and say then the at Maharaja. the very end, yeah. the host, and I think Wano Joe too, and they do the whole Namaste thing at the yes, end. Yes, they like do. A little do that little thing. blurb at the end where they say Namaste, and and um, that's the only lip service. Yeah, that they I mean, I guess the, those. That's the only two things that have ever stood out at me as being sort of incongruent in the show. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's kind of strange. Um, I've always loved it. I mean, I I don't go all the time. 
but I've always liked it. I mean, it's well, a fun show. It's a cool. It's cool. It's a, it's educational. It's an educational show. It's not an enter, You know, it's edutainment, so to speak. It's not. You know, right. In that regard, it's not. Um, so I would say, um, people who have listened to more than this episode of Radio Harambe know that I am a fan of zoos and go to many zoos. Right. And one of the issues I have with, generally speaking, with a lot of zoos, including even some of the best, is how they'll keep birds, especially larger birds, um, in their collection. And that is in a cage. See, this is something I don't know about. Yeah, In a smaller exhibit, for example. I think... Disney's Animal Kingdom. You could say whatever you want about zoos and you know how good it is compared to like the world class ones like San Diego or whatever. But the way the Animal Kingdom exhibits birds in particular, I think, is the best in the country. And as far as I'm concerned, not even close. Really? You have basically two large aviaries where the birds have free range over a fairly large area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you're, get you're, that. You're, you're talking about the, the in the Pangani, Gorilla Falls. Gorilla, sorry for Gorilla Falls. And, um, and Gorilla the, Falls and, and Maharaj. Yep. You don't have exhibits like that um, in many zoos. There are a few that have some walkthrough yeah, there's one. In, there's a big right. one in San Diego. Right. There's one in the Bronx Zoo, too. Where yeah. The jungle world. Where there's a big one in right. San Diego. Right. But a lot of zoos um, keep them... Even when they have one big exhibit like that, they'll have smaller ones where the birds are kept in smaller exhibits. Right. You don't have any of that at the Animal Kingdom. You have these two Averys, and that's it. Cool. And you have these shows. You have the macaws at the Winged Encounters, and you have Flights of Wonder, where the birds really sort of get to do what they want, spread their wings, yeah. as they say. Yeah, nice. Nice point. And you really get to appreciate the what the, you know the different types of birds. I mean, seeing a Harris hawk, for example, fly over your head like that, I think you great, get a much greater appreciation of the beauty of the animal than you would if it was behind a glass in a cage at the you know bird house. No doubt. So I, I do greatly appreciate um, this show as well as Winged Encounters, as you know, and, and some of the other things. Um, having said that. Um, you know, they have tested some other bird shows um, at the park. We right. saw both of them. And I am wondering if, um, and you know, maybe this is moving on to a different segment of this particular episode. Which we can do. I mean, I think we've... But I am wondering if um, we are going to get those again, assuming Flights of Wonder turns into something completely different. In other words, if Flights of Wonder becomes a stage for... Um, a Pandora jazz oh, come, band. Come on. I'm, I'm being silly, but <laughs> will they use, will they do those bird shows um, elsewhere? Um, like the one you had in Dino Land. Yeah, there were small the same ones. Birds. Yeah, they, they used the same birds. birds. It was the same company. Yep. Yep. For that, for people who don't know, it's these are not uh, Disney run, uh, it's not a Disney run show. The people who work it are not Disney employees. Um, Disney has a contract with his with this company that does these bird shows and they produce both Flights of Wonder as well as Wind Encounters, generally speaking. I, and I think that's a great theory because uh, because um, they definitely have, over the course of the last year or so, um, maybe slightly longer than that, um, have, have the street atmosphere 
impromptu show thing has definitely become a huge part of Animal Kingdom's entertainment. I mean, you think about all the stuff at night with the acrobats and the and the soccer guys and the and the guy playing that incredible instrument over by the Harambe Market mm-hmm. and the the music that's in everywhere and then you know and all these different things and then the music at night and this carnival and all this kind of stuff and and the drum whatever that drum thing is in Pandora, mm-hmm. um, you know they've gone that direction so that so that makes sense if that if they are going to do that. It makes a lot of sense to continue that uh, beyond just the um, the um, uh, encounters. wind encounters. Right. And, I mean, I don't. I, I would hope they would expand it a little bit and put it on the darn schedule. Well, um, but uh, yeah, I think that's a good theory. I, I would. I would imagine that's what's going to happen. Well, well, let me get to the other thing that I've heard from relatively reliable sources. Well, that sounds sketchy at best, but it's, okay. It's people who work for. Over there. Let's okay. Put it that way. All right. That they are hearing that um, w- Flights of Wonder is going bye bye. Mm-hmm. However, what's coming is just another bird show. Oh, they're just going to replace. Right. That makes sense too. Or at least a show that will f- will strongly feature birds. Maybe they would throw in some other things. I don't know, but like uh, rats. Uh, no, but I mean, I guess you could do. I mean, they do show out on the. Um, Rafiki's Planet Watch, where they bring out the porcupine, for example, and that kind of stuff. You know, they might incorporate a few other animals. I don't know. I was tr- gonna, tr- I was gonna come up with a joke about the, whatever that thing is that flies in in Avatar, but I can't think of the name of it now. The banshee. The banshee. Maybe they have a uh, drone uh, banshee. Yeah, I thought I, I was gonna try to throw banshee funny, in, actually. but I couldn't think of. I couldn't think of the name. So uh, <laughs> I have heard that it's essentially just going to be a retooling and a, basically a new bird show. Yeah, I mean. Which makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's Guano, let's be honest. The Guano Joe and what they've been doing is the same exact thing. Uh, it needs a refresher. We said that right, off the, bit, right yeah. off the top. I mean, it needs a refresher. If, that, if they do that, that's fine. They'll call it something else and whatever. And, and it's, a, it's another one of those things where, uh, kind of like the Jam and Jungle Parade. If they don't want to do it anymore, I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I, I get it. I've seen it a million times. They haven't really evolved it much. Um, it's the same show that it's always been. And, 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 and it's not something that um, I would tell people when they, if they're, you know, if you're going to be in the Animal Kingdom and you only have five hours to be there, my God, make sure you go see Flights of Wonder. It's never been something like that. It's always, but it's a good show and a good place to sit down. Would help if it were inside and cooler, but it can't be because it's birds. Um, so I, 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 you know, I'm not sad to see it go. I'm not. Well, I'm sad to see it go, but I'm not going to chain myself to the door like you did with Maelstrom. But like um, you did with Maelstrom. There, I have a picture of you doing it. I Just, did not do that. No, I have to. I'm gonna. Liar. When, He's I'm a gonna liar. put this on. I'll okay, put it maybe on he does. Maybe he does have. It I do. I do. I did love Maelstrom. You magic banned yourself to uh, Maelstrom. Absolutely did. I I and I wish that I didn't give up on my protest because now we're stuck with a hideous frozen ride, but um, which is not very good. Nor was the frozen short before Coco, but that's neither here nor there. Um, oh, did you see that? Did you see Coco? Oh, absolutely, I did. Oh, I didn't know that. How was Coco? Coco is a top five Pixar movie. Excellent, but you saw Fantastic the but movie. the but the short thing that they make all the hubbub about. First of all, it's not that short, right? Twenty one minutes. So you had to watch that and then all of Coco? Right. So, it was horrible. It was well, really? or since we've digressed a little bit here. I would say the music was terrible. Really? 
it, it's it's almost like they had like three or four songs because it's 21 minutes it was like three or four songs or five songs oh my god that were like you know these that did not make the cut for frozen like they were the ones that yeah <laughs> it's not quite good enough they said all right we'll throw them in here yeah well the and this is weird to say for an animated movie so i apologize but um the voice acting of Anna and Elsa. And it's the same people, whatever. Kristen yeah, yeah, Bell yeah and, that's right. I just uh, learned that today. Adele yeah. Same same people, yep. <laughs> was terrible. They had like really? no emotion. It's like they mailed it in. They were terrible. Like there was wow. nothing there. And then there was a plot point. I don't know if you want to get into this because it's a bit of a spoiler. Well, uh, uh, I'm going to say it anyway. Spoiler alert. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yes, go. If you, There's if this really thing that word, where spoiled. Olaf is in the woods being chased by wolves. Okay, so we go there again. Sven shows up. He knows what's going on. Uh-huh. And he, you know, doing like sign language for a caribou, um, whatever. Right. Um, convinces the other three, Anna, Elsa, and the, what's the guy's name? Kristoff. Thank you. Kristoff. <laughs> convinces said. them. He somehow relays the information that, oh my God, Olaf's being chased by wolves in the woods. Right. The next scene is the three of them like knocking on doors for townspeople asking where Olaf, anybody know where Olaf is? It was the weirdest thing. It's like they forgot that they just got Sven tell people, tell them, convince them that he's running ramp, being chased by wolves in the forest. It was so weird. At the, at, you know, it's funny because with the, with the, when I when I first heard so it's like about they're it, missing like three scenes in the middle of it, like maybe that. They, and maybe they are. When I when I first heard about it, or I heard the the length of it. I thought it was going to be on TV. It's uh, I will bet you a billion dollars. It's going to be a ABC next special. holiday, next Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be like a big a Disney Channel, ABC, their new streaming service, whatever the heck it is. Yeah, because that's what I always thought. I mean, it has the time frame. I believe it was originally put a couple going there with that. I believe it was originally yeah. geared being made for that, and they decided yeah. to put it in front of this movie because I think they were afraid that. Um, a movie about a kid being turned into a skeleton playing guitar in Mexico was not going to draw people in. Right, like a rat did cooking they know, in France. Right, little did they know. And, you know, they never give these... If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Um, and it'll get word of mouth. And it, it, it did. It actually did very well. It's number one two weeks in a row. Good, good. No, well, I'm but glad it's, to it's hear it's good. brilliant movie. Excellent, I, cool. I, I put it in the top five. Okay, so... Be prepared, however, the last 15 minutes... Your wife can't go. The last oh, 15 for minutes sake, are so sad. <laughs> she can't. It's important for you and it's people like to It's like the understand. first 20 minutes are up, the last 20 minutes of this If movie. you're new to this <laughs> podcast, uh, you'll learn that Dave here doesn't get to watch many films. Um, he has to pick and choose the films that he watches. He has to go occasionally by himself to certain shows because my wife cannot handle any kind of sadness of any kind. So every Disney film literally ever made, with very few exceptions, like Frozen, that was didn't really have any sad parts. No, in I it. mean there's a. I mean there was one point. Nobody's where mother Anna, dies. Nobody thought Anna might be dead. Yes, but point, that but was instantly she was sure, fine. Right. Nobody's mother dies. Sure. Ratatouille. Nobody's father dies. Nobody dies. Incredibles right? was generally okay. She did. I don't even think she watched that. But but any other Disney film that has any <laughs> other kind of emotional. Wait to it at all. I cannot watch and because you forget Bambi or Up. Oh, Up, <laughs> Mike. Coco is just like that. We went to see. <laughs> we saw Up. I was 
I was a second away from saying, let's just so leave. good. Let's just go home. Such because a Because she was just a blubbering mess. Well, she can watch it now. You just skip the first, you like, can, no, scene. No. Yeah, you could do that. Yes. I could, But you can't do that in the movie theater. No, you can't do it in the movie theater. And that was the to- last. I believe that was the last movie we went to go see. Did you ever see? Did she ever see Toy Story three when the when he has to give up the toys? I mean that she just no, Mike. You know why she she, (laughs) wait till your son is like getting ready to go to high school. Toy Story (laughs) one, she loves. Okay, it's a great film. There's no real sad part. But in the second movie, when Jesse is talking about how she was left behind. Oh yes, right, 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 right. That was the end of Toy Stories for my wife. Never going to watch three. another Toy one Story again. 3 is even worse. I don't think she watched the end of Toy I'd be surprised if she watched the end of Toy Story 2. Got past that scene. It's all the end of it. Right. Yeah, the Coco is just like that. But it's brilliant. You watch it. When I'll it comes watch. out. Oh, no, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah it's I'll watch it. It's so, so good. Anyway, we got... Again, it's like Up. It's a, like a very bizarre idea. Yeah. And it's well, just that's brilliant. When Pixar's at its... Just brilliant. That's when Pixar's at its best. I mean... Uh, yeah, like is, I said, top five Pixar. Up me. is a great film. My favorite—I've said this many times before. My all-time favorite Pixar film is Ratatouille because mm-hmm. it is bizarre idea that they somehow make work. Uh, I love Up. Up's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, well, there's so many good ones. But anyway, um, are we? We're not done with Flights of Wonder. <laughs> we wanted to talk about what is what we would want to go in there. Oh, you mentioned. Sure. Well, I mean, and we were talk, talking a little bit about how I've been hearing that it's just really going to be right. another bird show and right. retool Guano Joe and, and all that kind of stuff. But why don't you go ahead? First of all, do you think we'll get a, an official announcement before it actually happens? Or do you think they're just going to shut it down for refurbishment? Uh, well, I think they would announce at least that it's being refurbished. Because usually that's announced by now. Yeah, usually. It's starting to get to the point where I'm wondering if, if this it's is actually really if true. If this is really true because usually they have they let guests know within 30 days or so right. that it's not there. I wonder if you go I mean it, it's not a fast pass attraction. Well, but yeah, but they have like for example, Stitch's Great whatever it was called. I mean, they just basically said we're making it seasonal and like the ne- it was gone the next week. Okay. I mean, they can do that. They with, they can, but with they stuff don't stuff that's not big. It's not it's not right. It's not unprecedented. It's just unusual. All right. It's not like um, they're saying Splash Mountain's going down and it's coming right. back up as you right. know, Moana's right. Mountain. Right. So I, I I think that I think I agree with you that I think what's gonna happen is that they're just gonna keep that company I agree. who they must have a contract with. Uh-huh. Although that contract may end at the end of the year. Could we be. We don't know that. But if they have a contract with them, they're probably just going to continue to hand it over to them and just make them reimagine something and do something new. Right. I hope that's kind of the direction it goes in. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk all the time. Anytime a change comes, Mike and I are we're like a broken record. We always want that conservation, that animal theme mm-hmm. to stay in. And if they do make something new, something completely different, I do hope it is that. I can't imagine what you would use that space for other than that. Right. Now, if you and wanted they just to do like a the theater, small... so it's not like they're going to get rid of the theater, right? right. So, if you want to do like a stage show, like a Jungle like a, Book right, stage show or something, something like that, yeah. um, you can. But I almost wonder if that theater is too small for that. I would think it's too. Small. Yeah, so I, I think it's got to stay something like this. Uh, so I, I can't, I can't realistically say uh, if they're going to Disney it up. Then um, at least Disney it up with something like Jungle Book or something that we've always talked about, you know, could belong in the in the park. It's obviously not going to be Avatar, thank God, um, you know, or or, or no, something but else. They, but they, they, could. they could do other things, which you would know more about as far as animal things than me. What their other options are, 
you know. Oh, in terms of animal yeah. shows, I mean, I mean, like I've talked about in the past. There's a shows that where they use cheetahs. There's shows where they just bring out animals, but that's yeah. See, those are great ideas. That stage is not really geared. I mean, first of all, they can't do a cheetah one because you, you can't have cheetahs running across that stage. You just it's not big enough. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they need. I don't a know what kind of space they have. Yeah, they need a completely yeah. different kind of space. Um, I mean, you could like do what they were doing at Pocahontas and her forest friends, that kind of thing, where you know a skunk would come out or a porcupine would come out, something or more kid related. You could do something like that. Again, that theater is a little, in this case, maybe a little bigger for that because it's not really right. The, the kids are far back from you know whoever you know whatever it would be. Right. Um, I personally hope they just keep it a bird show, just completely redo it. That's fine. I, I don't even care if they make it like you said, Disneyfy it, like yeah. have a Moana theme to it and a storyline. But as long as it's still the birds and there's still that conservation message, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to do like, you know... Or Zootopia or whatever. Right, if you wanted Aladdin to come out and talk about something or, you know... Or, yeah, I don't or, care who's doing it. It doesn't matter to me. And if they <laughs> want to make it more kid-oriented, I'm fine with that too. Um, because that area doesn't really have anything like that there. Um, no. So, so that would be fine in that regard. Um, I just... But but like Mike said, they just redid the the theater not long ago yeah within the last year yeah so they obviously i think this is more part of the plan so my guess is they're just gonna you know reimagine the whole idea of what they're doing and Mm -hmm. and go from there but uh we'll keep you posted on anything else about it before we go i don't think so yeah so so hopefully um by the next time we speak we'll have a little more information on this we should know soon whether or not it's actually is closing in the next couple of weeks don't forget, I mentioned already at the beginning of, beginning of the show, I'll mention it again in case you already tuned us out um, and came back. We have uh, listener questions we are in need of for our next show. Tweet them at Mike on Twitter at Jombo Everyone. Before we go. If you don't like Twitter, <laughs> um, like myself, go to email and email them to me at JomboEveryone at gmail.com. Bef- Jombo is J-A-M-B-O for those who don't know. Before we sign off, uh-huh. I have a quick question for yeah. you. Where do you think the best seat is for Flights of Wonder? For people who you know might want to try to see it in the next <laughs> month or two. Assuming, let's say you're not going to get up. You don't want to do what I do. Because I have a definite idea. <sighs> best seat. I like the back. Okay. If you're on the stage, the left side. So if you're on the stage looking at the theater, mm-hmm. the left side towards the back. Because there's always somebody over there. There's right. A, so I was just going to say, so if you are... Crane comes out of that that's side. That's exactly right. right. That's That would be my choice. So if you don't want to get on stage like I do uh, and sit on the You just want to sit like side, a normal human being. You just want to sit and watch the show. Right. And be impressed. The regular person. If you sit on the left side as far to the left, it's closer to the front, really. You might get an African crown crane fly right over your head. Right, right. That's why I always thought that side was used more by the cast than the other side. A little bit. A little bit. Because yeah. uh, on the right side, they're farther back. So it's like the Harris Hawk goes all the way to the back. But anyway, go ahead. Cool. Well, that's it. Lights <laughs> of wonder. Let's hope it sticks around. But if it doesn't, we will keep you posted on what is uh, what we learned as uh, might be replacing it. Uh, we will talk again, folks, before the holidays. Uh, so don't forget to get those listener questions in. For Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Kwaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Kwa ku wa
na kumbu na utuku 